Man, is this the whitest city in America for real? Something that Jane said about the angry black woman. And who are the black women you see on the local news at night in, in cities all over the country? They're usually angry about something. You're listening to In Loving Color, dating while colored in this white ass city. Here's Gray. Hey everyone, this is Gray, and we are out in the streets. So let's see what's going on in the dating app world here in the streets of Portland, Oregon. Why don't you give us a rundown of the dating apps you're using um, and which ones you think are the best and which ones are the worst. I'm African, so just like dating and stuff is like something I learned over here, you know, but we don't do that back then. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not off apps or, you know what I mean, like anything like that. It's just about like right there and then, you know what I mean? The Absolutely. That is very unusual. Yeah. I, it's refreshing to hear that I actually personally think that everyone should just go and yeah. talk to people in real life That's instead true. of trying to meet people on apps um, because I think it creates what you're saying, like a better interaction. Girl, I use Tinder because it's like a video game. Even the graphic of a match is like losing or winning. Well, I like to meet people in person, but if people meet people online, I don't think that should be looked down upon ever because I definitely have had a girlfriend I met online and she was super awesome. I'll go for personality a lot more than looks, so. Do you actually mean that? Because I feel like a lot of, especially <laughs> men, say, oh, well, I care about the personality, but if the personality comes on someone who might look like the hunchback of the Notre Dame, then they're like, I don't know about your personality. It ain't so good that I'm gonna overlook the fact that you look like a Disney character and not in a good way. I think we all take a little, a little joy in swiping no, because it is just like, no, you're not good enough for me. I get to swim now. Yeah, if that don't work, check out Tinder. All them little apps, you'll get them. That's the young life. That's the new generation right there. That's new, new life right there. New way of dating. <laughs> get out there, man. You only live once. You only got one life. Don't be shy. Man, keep on getting them, man. Keep on getting them. <laughs> keep on getting them. Wait, but you're married, right? Yeah. I do want to thank you for coming on to the show to listen today. This show is going to be about a lot. Um... We're going to be talking with one of my really good Portland besties, and we're going to be talking about just general dating. Like, what is life like for those of us who have been gifted the gift of melanin, who are trying to date here in Portland? So we're going to focus a lot on dating apps. I know somebody somewhere just rolled their eyes so hard that if I was your mama, I would tell you that if you keep rolling your eyes that hard, I'm going to make your eyes keep rolling that hard. Um, But yes, so we are going to be talking about dating apps, how people are meeting folks, especially for straight black women here, and kind of what the challenges are, like what we're facing when we are trying to you know, swipe right to love. I think that that in of itself is a little laughable um, because not all of these apps are created equal. And when I say I have been on just about all of them, I mean it from the bottom of my little bitty baby heart. And so we're going to be talking about what that's like, swiping left, swiping right, what that swipe culture does to how you can find potential partnerships and potential mates. And we're also going to be talking about what it means to be black and to date, right? A lot of times you hear about things like, okay, Cupid is releasing their data points, or you hear that uh, Mash.com released their data points. And all these data points keep on telling us that black women are undesirable. If one more person tells me that because I got a degree 
or two that I will die single with a dried up vagina in my coffin, I'm going to rebuke them in the name, okay? Why are people not swiping right on us? I don't want to always be a left swipe. Sometimes I want to be a right swipe, okay? And there is nothing wrong with that. So Elle and I are going to explore that and also explore where we think that these apps fall short. Why aren't they good enough? Why aren't they a good avenue for meeting people? And what other tools or what other ways can we actually make real potential connections that could lead to um, love or if not love a good safe romantic time so I hope I teed that up nice and good and it's got you excited L, what's up my girl what's up Grace all right how you feeling I'm feeling great you, you feeling know? good chilling y'all can't see L because well that's how radio works you got to see with your ears um but she's got my glasses on she's got a mighty fro and it's basically just black girl magic black excellence wakanda forever in here oh let's talk about my tuskegee oh yes and she is an alum of tuskegee university which for those of you who also ain't taking notes is a historically black college and university and so she's repping her gear uh red and are you all crimson and cream we are. Are those your colors? Crimson and gold. Okay. Well, I'm a Delta, so I'm just saying crimson yeah. and cream, uh-huh. and we're going to keep, keep that pushing. Thanks, friend. But enough of that. Elle, tell us about yourself. Let me give you some parameters in which to tell us about yourself, because I don't want, like, the last four digits of your social security you sure? number. I don't want your blood type or your address. So none of that kind of other private information. All right. Let's All talk right. about the juicy private information, oh, okay? Mm, mm. So we're talking about dating. Okay. You live in Portland. I do. You cute. Mm. And you single. Okay. Did you know that? You know, maybe. Okay. Sometimes I think that, but then I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. You knew the former, but maybe not the latter. Okay, I got it. So we're going to talk a little bit about specifically dating apps and why we even use dating apps in the market here in Portland. So tell us, what's your app history? When did you get on the apps? What apps are you using? And how are you doing on them? Uh, you know, um, I think dating is an interesting uh, concept or term for asking me the question because I would, <clears throat> if anybody were asked me, I would say it's pretty non-existent. Um, and you know me, so you know it's been pretty uh, non-existent. But um, I think I started back in, I don't know, when did we meet? When you talked to me to getting on um, Tinder. Bumble. Was that 2015? 15? Maybe 2015? So I, I joined on there. You made my profile and um, yeah, I probably did that, I don't know, for maybe three months or so and I was just like, oh, you know, this is my first. I've been out in Portland for two years or about a year and a half. Probably about two years, right? A little over two years. And I had um, I had decided, I guess, I've been in Portland for almost five in June um, and I had decided, you know, I've been out here for two years and I haven't been out on a date. Um, talked me into doing that and I agreed uh, because I had been in lonely white Portland. And, um, you know, I, I guess I had this, uh, I was pretty optimistic about it. Did I think I was going to meet my husband? No, not necessarily. I just thought I'd meet some people, which um, I did, you know. Um, I think I, I swiped pretty 
I, I swiped pretty, uh, I was pretty nice. I was a nice swiper and I was unrealistic about what I wanted because I, I knew those that I maybe swiped right on mm-hmm. that. Those probably were people I was not interested in. So, um, that, 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 that kind of happened. And so I probably went out on a series of, I don't know, maybe let's say four to six tender dates, which are not dates. If you ask me, oh, um, wait, hold up, pause, pause. I know Those we have this. not dates. No. Okay. Define a date for me. This is actually a really good exercise because <laughs> I, I think for those of you who are listening who don't know us, which is potentially all of you, Ella and I are always having this grand debate around what constitutes a date and what does not. My measurement of a date is maybe a little more open and L's is a little bit more close. So I think somewhere between the middle of us is the real definition. So why don't you define what a date is, and then I'll define what I think a date is. It consists of dinner and maybe getting to know someone, but not like a, a kind of like crash course, you know, like maybe like a 30-minute, like over drinks. Like drinks, like going out to get drinks, it, it doesn't consist of a date. And I feel like for 10, like these whole, like the whole... Um, dating app, Bumble, Tinder, and like where people are like meeting and it's that's like their initial meeting. It's like, I don't want to take you out to dinner, which is great because I don't want to be out to dinner with somebody that I just swipe right on in their profile. It's like straight catfish. So, um, or... Explain what a catfish is for those of us here in this world who are not so sure what that means. Catfish is where you have posted some photos of of maybe yourself, usually mm-hmm. yourself, but maybe photos that were dated, right? And maybe you have lost and or gained 15, 20 pounds. Or 45. Or I mean, 45. Yeah, I mean, ahead. let's be Speak real. Uh-huh. You know, and you look much different. You don't look... I have trouble finding you in the restaurant totally. when I get there. Listen. So I am confused when yes. you walk up to me, you say my name, and I'm like, who are you? Let me tell an antidote that is going to really resonate with Elle over here because she knows exactly who I'm talking about. This dude on Tinder, I swiped right because this man was looking like the Caucasian version of Adonis. I said, oh, glory be to God. Glory be. I said, this man is at least 6'3". He looked like he might be a Greek god. Come through. He rolled up looking like Paul Bunyan's long-lost, out-of-work, homeless cousin. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. With that in mind, I did ask him. I was like, what's really good with your pictures, son? And he was like, okay, you know, that picture is from about three years ago, but it's all I had. Mm. That is an example of a catfish. Now, he, he was still cute, yeah. and he hadn't like gained any weight, but he sure he, he wasn't. He, as, he lost his muscle. He had which lost is what Paul, all his all his muscle. muscle. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "You look like maybe you pick up toothpicks for a living. Yeah. I, you before you like maybe you were picking you know, up trees. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. hauling concrete. You yeah. look, he looked sturdy. He looked like ow solid. Yes, like if a strong wind came through, he wouldn't be blown down. He would not. Yes, but now it looked like maybe if I talk too loud, the vibrations of my voice kind of like just, the port. Portland biker. Was that, that, yeah, that's, that's that was one. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, he yeah, was he yeah, was yeah. riding the bike places. Yeah. It, all that cardio had eaten his muscle mass. Yeah. But that is an example. That's an antidote. It's a tangent, but it's related to some of the things we see out here in these streets, yeah. right? And I've, I mean, I set up your profile. I've seen your profile. I set up your profile. You've changed it since then, but your pictures are accurate. Not, you yeah. look like your photos. Yeah, I can go three years back and I still look the same. My yes. hair may be different, or maybe a version of the same hairstyle. 
that I have right now. You know, um, I may be like, uh, for anybody out there who watches uh, Insecure, I be, I'm more like Issa Rae, right, where the guy is just like, you know, your hair on the profile is a little bit different. Can, can, you, go, can, can you go back? And it's just like, sure, I can go back. But like, I mean, being natural, it's like I really never have the same hairstyle twice. That is the beauty of black girl magic. Yeah. With that in mind, okay, so you just talked about Tinder. So let's yeah. move on to some of the other apps. Like, what else are you on and what's your traction? And let's go through that just a little bit quickly because okay. I want us to get to the good stuff. All right, well, I'm interested to see what this good stuff is um, okay. considering you know where I've been. Uh, other apps. Tinder was something that was kind of short-lived. Um, and Are you still on Tinder? I'm not. Oh, what'd you delete that, girl? You know I deleted that. I thought you were doing some lazy swiping like I do on Tinder. That's Bumble. Oh, okay. All right. Go so ahead. I haven't been on Tinder and probably... So I did t- I'll do Tinder for like little spurts because I'm a weird person where I, I have an issue with online dating. I- I'm more of a traditional old-fashioned girl and I prefer to meet someone in person. But th- these days that kind of seems impossible and uh, um, maybe the only people who want to uh, maybe approach me in person are um, people who have no business approaching me. Pause. How many people you think would agree with you there about being a little apprehensive about being an online dating? They're not sure, like, if it's for them. They prefer to meet people in person, Mm -hmm. but they kind of just feel like it's the nature of the moment, right, to have to be online. What percentage of the dating market do you think that would be? I, I, you know, I put that around, let's say maybe 50, 40. I would say about 50, 40 percent because, like, I mean, there's a number of people who do it out of maybe necessity or they're so busy. They don't have time to meet people in person. Um, Being in Portland, um, and I kind of swipe right, predominantly black, because I'm here for all the black people. So um, that's pretty far and few between on my right swipe. So And then let that be someone who's professional. So that's even fractions it down even further. So um, I would say that there are a lot of people, male and female, who are out there that, that feel that way. But I think those males that feel that way uh i don't think when they're out and i think dating culture has shifted Mm. and it's shifted and it's almost like a prerequisite that you're online you know everyone's like oh you have to put yourself out Mm -hmm. there and if you don't put yourself out there i'll be like a 35 uh 39 something um single person expecting to be swept off my feet at trader joe's which is maybe my fairy tale version of how i think ain't nothing wrong with that fairy tale it's not my fairy tale i'm just you know just hypothetically trader joe's is a good place to it is you know good groceries you know so with that in mind they got some great olive oil Trader Joe's if you are listening y'all have some really good products and that coconut oil that coconut oil your olive oil is very good Mm y'all got some good essential oils I just want to this is not even an advertisement Trader Joe's does not pay me for this but I just want to give a shout out to Trader Joe's I would like for you all to decrease the amount of packaging you all have got one earth one mother one planet one chance so let me give some numbers so according to Pew Research, which is an organization full of probably like, you know, people wearing like bow ties and yep. pocket protectors and crunching numbers. And don't look like us. Some of them might look like us. <clears throat> you are wearing my glasses right now, so some of them might look like you. Okay. So in 2005, 40, I mean, sorry, in 2005, 44% of online dating was considered to be a good way to meet people. So folks, 44% of people said that's a good way to meet people. And then 29% of people who were 
online dating and not online dating thought that only desperate people used online mm, dating. Desperate. But uh, that's a strong word. But fast forward to 2015 and it's shaking out a little bit different because that's when the last time this study was done by Pew Research. And it was 59% of people thought it was okay to meet folks on online yeah. dating. And then 20 3% thought it was desperate. And then if we also sprinkle in some facts coming from datingadvice.com, which I don't know how scientific this might be. Yeah. But we'll go with it. We'll run with we, it. Yeah, they we'll did a study it. in 2018. Okay, or that came out in 2018. And Match.com has 23.5 million users. Mm. And I got some more numbers for them. I'm going to spit them. I'm going to spit them. eHarmony is responsible for 4% of the marriages in America. 4%? That's kind of low. That's, but to think about it, that's kind of sort of high. Yeah. Because up until what, like 2005, 2006, they were responsible for 0% of marriages. Yeah, yeah. So that means in like, what, 10 years, they now are 4%. And that's just one. Match.com may have some marriages. Tinder's got some yeah. marriages. Right, all these apps have marriages. It's just that eHarmony is the only one, con- you know, collecting some stats here. Well, you know, they said that uh, I don't know, by like 2018, a uh, majority of people will have met their partners online. Like there's some statistics. Well, 49 like, million people have tried online dating. Yeah. The American population is what, roughly around 300 million? You yeah. got almost 50 million people who have been online to date. Yeah. And if you take out people who are married or partnered or maybe like not incapacitated, can't date, like yeah. I don't know, maybe they're older, they're in nursing homes or... They're children. They're not supposed to be dating. Like, you know, whatever that is, that's a significant amount of people who are actually participating, right? And you mentioned some other apps. You mentioned Bumble. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll finish. I, I did. All right, so Tinder, you know, I'm kind of on and off, not really serious. Mm-hmm. And if I'm on there, I kind of passively swipe. I kind of, I've turned into playing it more so like a game. Um Actually, I don't know if I actually ever got there. I would say that's more so about Bumble. Um, I'm in Portland, and Bumble is quite an interesting app. Uh, I will maybe match. Why with... don't you tell our listeners like what's the difference between a Bumble and a Tinder? Because some people yeah. listen may not yeah, know, right? Yeah, so... yeah, that's valid. Um, so Tinder, you know, you right swipe somebody, there's a match, boom. Um, and once what the match, what does a match do for you? A match means that you can now connect with that person and message that person and potentially meet that person. Okay. So. Uh, Tinder, there's a match. Um, male or female can reply back, can can start the conversation. Now, Bumble is supposed to be this app that gives women all the power. And all the women, I there, there are uh, several women, partic- particularly, actually all of them are all white, who swear by this app. And they have... I don't know, let's say upwards of seven or so dates a week. Um, and, and they really enjoy the app. And so Bumble is the app that the woman has all the power. So the woman has to make the first move, which is like the first number one no-no in my rule book. Being a traditionalist, uh, old-fashioned, uh, somewhat lady, although I'm 28, I just prefer that a man, if he, he should let me know if he's interested in me. I have done the work of right swiping on him and he should say something. So, but I, I'm on Bumble. It seems like uh, because the caliber of men seem to be a bit different and I'm not being approached by um, some crazy, but so I'll I'll be on there, you know, I'll right swipe, boom, match. And then, you know, I'll maybe uh message someone and I, I've I've studied the profile and I'm like, okay, I'll say something back to them and no response or they'll unmatch me. Um How and, often would you say you are unmatched when you message? Or not even even sometimes before I met ma- ma- uh before I message I've been unmatched. Um 
You know, I would say that's maybe maybe about 30% of the time I've, I've been unmatched. And if who's I catch unmatching it. you? Are these, are these men of African descent? They are. Yeah. Are you swiping exclusively right on black men? I would say most of my swipes, I would say probably about 80% of my swipes are black men. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. Which, we are all allowed to have our preference. Yeah. And why is that? I just prefer to be with somebody that I don't have to explain who I am. Okay, what are the chances you might meet a black man who comes from a different culture? So I, I got to issue yeah, a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. You know, I am from a West African country, but it's fantastic, and we may or may not have an Independence Day coming up this week. So for those of you who are good international geography history buffs, you might know what country that is. And Gabby got some West Indian heritage and also some Southern American South heritage, too, and it's from the Midwest. So... Tell us, like, do you think that that's a reflection of Portland? Like, for instance, if we were in, say, Chicago, mm-hmm. would you swipe right on white men or non-black men? So maybe Asian men, Hispanic men? I mean, like- I do. No, 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 no. So I should say black and brown, right? Because it's not uh, predominantly black. I mean, I'll see some Asians. I'm tall, so I typically, and being a designer, I can I can pretty much scale someone's image and tell if they are short or not. Okay. Even if they don't have their height in there. But um, I typically swipe on, I'll swipe right on someone who I think is taller and they look attractive. So those are the two things. If I think you're short, I'm left swiping. If you don't have a, uh, if you don't have your height in your profile and that's just because I, you know, what I didn't talk about was those few days that I went on on Tinder. I, I, Ooh, I, yes, I, girl, I, spill I, the tea. Girl, <laughs> you know, you know, I went out with a couple people and they were like four foot ten, and here I were am. Were these black men? Yes. Okay. Four foot ten. So this and... was the missing like group of black hobbits that did not make it to Lord of the Rings. Basically. All right. Cool. Got Basically. It. Um. Yeah. They. They. They were about four foot ten, and I was like, you know, you know. They're and like, how and tall are you? I'm, I'm about. I'm five. I'm about five foot ten, five foot nine and a half, and so you know, they're like in my bosom, right? That's like, probably where a lot of men in, would like to be in my bosom. Making good money, working at great, great companies, but um, they were short. They were short. And Anything else s- wrong with them? They were just short. I mean, they were short, and I, I don't know if anything else was wrong with them because it never went past date one. Oh, all right now, <laughs> <laughs> she said I pulled up and pumped my brakes. Okay, well, okay. So Elle and I also always get into this because I'm five four, and I'm actually. 5'3 and 75th of an inch. But, like, because I, I want to be transparent and honest. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. But I just round up because I feel like I deserve that quarter. Well, every inch. man rounds up. They yeah, actually yeah. round up by about an inch or two. They yeah. actually give you the height with their shoes. Totally. Yeah, and yeah. so, and that's me barefoot. So, with my shoes, I am actually 5'4. Thank you for okay. raising that point. Yeah, yeah. I always get on to you. Not get on to you. I, I, I tease you, right? Mm-hmm. It's in love. Mm-hmm. That sometimes I think that your preferences are a little too narrow, mm-hmm. right? That I want you to open up the world. Like, my girl Jasmine from. Um, you know, that one movie Aladdin said, like, mm. it's a whole new world. <laughs> right? It's a, a whole new, new world. Fantastic points of view. I, I don't really Get see it being a whole new world. It's the same. Oh, okay. So tell me some more 
about that? I, I what's don't happening? really see what's what's a whole new world. I mean, I it's like it's like for me that is like the difference between someone who works at Starbucks and there's nothing wrong with someone who works at Starbucks because I probably would actually date someone who works at Starbucks depending on where I saw their drive going. Okay, like preach. do you plan okay, on staying through. at Starbucks for the rest of your All career, right. you're to or own is one. this your temporary spot right. and you running like two different startups on the side? Like you've got hustle. I need you to have some hustle in your blood because my father had that in his blood, and then I need to be able to trust you and I know that you can carry me. You can carry me if I'm if I'm somewhat without job and I have a child and we move to another country and you're like, let's move to another country. And I'm like, okay, I know that you can take me to this other country and I know that we will be okay and I will not have to uphold the family. That sounds a little bit like one of the Netflix movies that did not have enough of a budget to be a good film, mm. but I see where you were trying to go with that. Mm. So you hit on two things that I think that we should drive home. And yes, I did basically clapping emojis in real life. Mm-hmm. And those two things are hustle and drive. And then you said something else earlier about not wanting to have to explain yourself. And then you said something else as well about tradition, being a traditional woman. So this is another point of, not contention, once again, I think it's friendly tension. I am very non-traditional. Like, when I say I do not give up, I really don't. But she does. I I do about some things, but I'm not traditional in the sense of, I'll ask a man out, I'll grab his number, I don't care about making the first move. What am I traditional about? I mean, I'm just saying when we've been out and we've seen someone who's attractive and we're both like, yeah, this but, man is attractive. And I'm, I'm like, well, go talk to him. him. But I'm not talking but go to talk him. To him. Yeah, but I'm not so, but to when him. have you gone up and done that I, in Portland? I used, before you knew me, oh. I have asked people out that I know in real life. You know I have. Okay, the story gets thicker, y'all. You know I have. I'm not because I'm not. I mean, today I'm recipient tea and dragon folks, but mm. I will not be um, announcing people's like full government names. Mm. But I have asked people out to like drinks. Mm. You know of people I've asked. Out. I mean, I've done the same yeah. thing, but so, I don't. I, I mean, when we so, see someone who's like really attractive, we don't know if we're gonna. But see But let them me again. let me tell you why I don't. Mm. I now have a default setting where I just assume everyone is gonna punk out once I talk to them mm-hmm. because when I actually do talk to them. Folks seem excited, and you'll hear men say, like, oh, I like me a strong, independent woman. But apparently they don't like it if you talk to them, and they don't like it if you talk to them and you're a black woman. And what I mean by that is I have friends of other persuasions who will also be able to... um, They'll be able to talk to men in public spaces and go a little bit further than I saw myself going in the past. Yeah, but so what type I... of out? What type of output is that to have on life, though, Grace? Because if you if it uh, if you if you say if you say that you are. Um, you know, you're open and you're not traditionalist, how can you make that assumption about everyone, right? That's like that. actually a very good point, and I try not to. And these days... I know. I, these yeah. days, I'm, you know, just kind of, like, out of the game in the sense of I very passively swipe. I'm lazy swiping, if anything. Yeah, we're about... I'm not, I, I'm not really invested. Like, I, I've decided that I'm going to manage and control the things right. I can. If I meet people... If I meet someone in person, like, while living my life, like, while I'm hiking, yeah. walking my but dog, so much via at online. Work. Yeah. yeah, so so and and you know, funny enough, I did right swipe on somebody I knew in real life on Bumble. Mm-hmm. I've done that a few times. Yeah. And they have unmatched me. Mm-hmm. They've been like, yeah, let's do something and then just ghosted. ghosted. Yep. So, you know, I've tried to meld my real life world with my virtual world, and it's not always worked. It's not always been real conducive. Yeah. And I think that that brings up a, a good point of how do we see ourselves as black women 
doing on dating apps and how is dating in real life like we jumped right into this dating apps conversation but how what was it like before you got on these dating apps like were you able to go on dates did you have more dates than what you originally ended up with once you got online like what was your situation looking like I guess before online, it was not pretty non-existent, right? You know, I was in a relationship since I was in high school, and um, I broke up with that uh, individual before I went into college, went to college together, uh, fooled around for about the first year of college. Come my sophomore year, I was single, and I was pretty much dedicated to my my uh, career, my major, so I really didn't. I, I haven't dated really. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, maybe I went out on a couple dates with a couple guys. We went out to like Applebee's. Um, but that was like, you know, that, you know, it was kind of like you or, you know, he, he'd hit you up and be like, yo, I'm outside. And you go sit with him in his car and sit down and chill and talk with him for a minute. I guess you could say maybe that was a date. But like, I, I guess uh that's not what it is now right you know people meet up and they have conversations and they you know they they've got like 10 questions mm-hmm. that essentially they want to ask you to figure out if you're you're maybe you you maybe you meet the qualifications to meet to go on to the next date and really see what that's like right and then on top of that you've got I have a job and I have money to make and outside of this and like I actually have to make time for dating so that's what I mean when I say I didn't really date I wouldn't really call that a dating and it wasn't like I was you know weighing different partners it just was like here he was and you know, I thought he was the one, right? And he he was who who I, anyways. Um, so yeah, along I, more along those lines. But I think that also brings up another interesting point, and that interesting point is around what do we think we're getting out of these dudes that we're meeting on like dating apps or even in real life? And before you answer, I'm gonna break up a little bit of our dialogue with a little rundown of me. So you know, I love me some Brené Brown. For those of you who do not know who that is. She studies and researches vulnerability. I recommend you read some of her books. They will change your life. She's got some very timely pieces on being vulnerable, being real, and still being um, soft and hard at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. how you open yourself up and protect yourself. I think a lot of people who are trying to date, getting back in the dating market, that's something that they should definitely, a book that they should read for their own self-improvement. But I've been on dating apps since 2010. So five years before I even met Gabby, I was in the grind. I started off with OkCupid. You know, that I didn't do Plenty of Fish, but I had some friends on that. I then, you know, was on that, and I was getting, like, very little play, hopped off. I was in grad school. I was like, I ain't got time for this. Then I eventually got on Tinder, Bumble, Darwin Dating. Have you ever heard of Darwin Dating? You know I ain't heard of none of that. It's for attractive people. Oh. You got to put your picture up, and they have to vote on you. And if you are, uh, quote-unquote, ugly if your teeth don't look right, oh. if your nose is crooked, oh. all this, it's based on Charles Darwin's um, method of well, Kind of like the of golden evolution. rule of like the Yeah, blue, you gotta beauty. have symmetry, yeah. you gotta be attractive. So so they let me slide into that app. I was hmm. real excited. It was online. I never had an application. Kind of like what they say the league is supposed to be, but it's not. Pa- 
So pause on that because we will talk Oof. about the Oof. league. But precisely. So I was on that. I And then, you know, fast forward to the present. I've done Match.com for three months. Uh, I'm, of course, on, you know, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel. I even talked to a matchmaker when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. And I also am on the league. Mm. Let us talk about the league. Can we talk about it? Can so you can tell we... tell them what the league is? All right. So I okay. So I I was first introduced to the league uh, via Insecure. I watched Insecure and I saw Molly. She was like, "Girl, Issa, I got accepted into the league. Girl, I'm about to be matched." But it wasn't the league. It was the league. It was something else. They had a fake name for it. No, it was really the league. Let me see. I'm not My first date that I had on the league talked about it, and he said he had heard about it on there, so... And this was a black man, right? This was a black man. Okay. He ghosted, but <laughs> it was a black man. But, so, it was the league, right? And I thought at the time, it was a fictitious app that had had men of higher caliber uh, for dating that they had, you know, weeded through, and this, this is highly selective... Uh, profile, and, you know, basically, you know, good looking, the cream of the crop is what, uh, so that was what the league was to me, and then Gray called me and is like, girl, the league is in Portland, and I'm like, what? I thought this was fake. I thought this was some fictitious thing from Insecure, being, being black in Portland, and being professional and black in Portland, that set us aside as, like, the cream of the crop, you know, so, what? uh, so, so we got in. Put the cream rise to the, the cream top. The cream rise to the All top. Right. They call us like the foundation members oh, or something was like, it like that. Like the initial class or Yeah, the... we were like a some we were we were they set aside because because we were part of the, you know, we were the initial people who came in and we were like some of the first batch of people to Read come here, on to. guinea pigs. <laughs> Read here. Hashtag guinea pigs. So they will send you three three gentlemen mm-hmm. uh, uh a day. So I see these three guys and typically I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I see these whew, Oh. Sexy. All right now. Chocolate. Okay. Gentlemen that come across my profile and I'm like, where have you been? Because I, ne- I know all the black. I feel like I, I know just about everyone black in Portland unless they just moved here. Or. You don't feel like there's still people hiding in the cut. I think there are a few, but typically they're West African. <gasps> are you talking about my people? I am. Or the Caribbean, so I'm gonna talk about mine too. <gasps> Typically, cause they and they work like in Hillsboro out at Intel. Okay, so they and don't live like, in Portland proper. They don't live in Portland proper, or they live in Portland proper, and they, they work, work for outside. like some okay, random company yeah. that's like doesn't have a lot of black people. So that is that's 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 what. Uh, so that's the league, and you know, it started off. You know, you see these like really interesting profiles, really interesting guys, and now I'm seeing Machiavelli, and Machiavelli's got like face tats and. And he works at the School of Hard Knocks. His picture had him surrounded by dollar signs and gold chimes. My man had all the filters, all the and and, and was, he and he had this really like kind of like was it like the Hitler? What was it? The he like had some weird sort of mustache, mustache into a goatee, kind of like Chester the Molester. He looked like something that like I couldn't tell if he was gonna like rob me or like try to put me in a trunk. 
Can I push you in the mind of Paul Wall? But let me defend <laughs> Paul Wall for just a moment. Don't do, but I mean, like, Paul a really, Wall really, like, like you know, like, somebody from, like, Florida but he looked with, like, like some he looked gold like, he on his face. He looked like the cheap bootleg Paul Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, not the gold standard. Yeah, but yeah. I meant, like, you know, and so jeans hanging off, like, from, like, the 2000s when people still Yeah, he looked like somebody oversized. who was missing from Nelly's crew. And you hit on something else I want to talk about. Ooh, L, you just rolling with it. It's yeah. almost like I fed you some notes before this. Well, For those of you who are listening, I did not feed her any she did notes. Not. Okay. You talked about the pictures. Earlier we talked about the pictures and how people all look like the pictures. Yep. But there's also another phenomenon that happens on dating apps that I like you see these dudes, they holding up like 45 pound fishes look like miniature sharks. That's, yeah, so Portland they is. Got, they you, got like they got the heads of deer. De- oh, they, that's the worst. And, About 75% of profiles have this. So you typically, because this is Portland, let's talk about Portland. We're in Oregon, and these guys like hunting. And they. But do the. Oh, well, ho, 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 ho. Okay, so what you're saying is you think that because there's a greater pool of candidates mm. that we might be seeing stuff that's coming out of rural Oregon. Yeah, sometimes so depending they, on where how your how your city, uh, your but, mileage radius your radius is set. That's fair. Yeah. And maybe they live in the city now or they live in Hillsboro, Beaverton, Tigard, Gresham. Yeah. But they themselves maybe are country boys. Yeah. And they show it as their country. Yeah. I don't have a like I always say I'm a little bumpkin. Like I, I you know, I, I like to be outside. I want some farm animals but to give hugs to and not to eat. Yeah. And and all this stuff. So I don't mind necessarily if you tell me you can hunt and gather but, but I think that's that that's that trait that they're trying to show, right? Typically, most profiles we are seeing here, because we can only speak, I guess, mm-hmm. for for Portland for now, in Oregon, we see we see the hunt and gather photo. Okay. Um, we see the fisherman, which is still kind of goes with the hunt and gathers, right? Which is a, a little bit better. Okay. I, I would I would say is better. And then we see the uh we see the um guy with the dog pet some type of a pet and sometimes the pet photos get a little creepy right they are like you know maybe like um their cat like lives in their neck and like maybe is trying to come out of their mouth i think that that is a good place to end for today you have scared all of our listeners (laughs) they're imagining some sort of weird animal coming out someone's neck but for those of you who are intrigued captivated mesmerized catch us later we will be back with more episodes. So we're going to end right there because I think that's a good cliffhanger to hang on. But come join us next session. We're going to have another us. one of our girlfriends on here join us. And we are going to sip tea. So talk sip to it. you soon. Sip it. <laughs>